Hello, hello, hello. This is Tamika Seaton, President and CEO of Grow Your Nonprofit, where we help startups, small and stagnant nonprofits grow through fundraising strategies, strategic planning, and so much more. Guys, today you're in for a treat. I have my friend and special guest here, McKinley Williams. He's the publisher for Southwest Florida Chronicles. He will tell you why he started the paper, the importance of the paper, and the impact it makes in the community. But before we get started, I'd like to thank the sponsors of my podcast. Hodges University with a campus in Fort Myers. Stay near, go far. They change lives for the better. Trinity Life Foundation Naples, helping at-risk youth through their enrichment programs. AVID. That stands for the Associations of Haitians Living Abroad. They help people with utility billing, community support, immigration, and English as a second language taught by yours truly. Last but not least, Vaxtruth. They received a grant from the CDC Foundation to raise awareness of COVID-19 and vaccine resources in the black and brown communities. So guys, like I said, my special guest here, McKinley. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, McKinley. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good, good. How long have we, we known each other? Maybe about six months? Well, roughly. Give or take. Yeah, yeah. Give or take a day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it was really strange how we met. Um, I had a particular client where I sent a blast email out to, and you were on that list. And you gave me a call. You said, how did you get my, my uh, email address? And I'm like, who is this? I was like, okay, and we got to talking and we clicked and we bumped into each other at several events and, you know, we've been friends ever since. That's where it should be. Yeah. What I really, really like about you is that you're straightforward. What you see is what you get and you're soft spoken and and you're so knowledgeable and it's just it's always a joy to talk to you. Well, you know, a lot of stuff is just life experiences. Nothing special about me. I'm just a regular, Excuse me. Just don't say that. Guy. Don't you say that. Just, it is something very special about you. I'm just a regular guy you. who's been fortunate enough to be around a lot of powerful people that were mentors that poured into me, that spent a lot of time, and also that uh, they corrected me, you know, a lot of correction. And uh, if anyone plans on moving forward in life, you want to have people around you that are not just yes people, but people who are going to tell you the truth. And when you're a little bit out of line, they're going to kind of pull your coattail a bit. That's that's absolutely correct, because I actually have lost a lot of friends because of me providing feedback, because if that's my friend, I feel that I should tell them and I would want them to do the same. But I've actually lost a lot of friends for being honest. And, and now I kind of sometimes I find myself holding back because a lot of people are sensitive. But that's a whole nother conversation. Can you start by telling our audience a little bit about your background? And then we'll get into uh, the newspaper, Southwest Florida Chronicles, and, and why this uh, paper, this newspaper was created. Okay, well, long story short, um, you know, I'm originally from South Florida. Two great parents, they're still together, still married. Uh, my mother and father uh, are great, great people. My mother's a retired administrator with the school board. And my father's a retired executive of AOL Time Warner. And so I had a pretty eclectic life. I've had some great mentors. Uh, 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 president of the university, Dr. Oswald P. Bronson, Bethune-Cook University, and uh, a lot of people from uh, New York whose uh, names begins and ends in vowel sounds uh, that work in Wall Street, and uh, a few Jewish mentors as well. Oh, very good. So very diverse background. I, I like that. Being a well-rounded person makes you think differently. It, it, um, it, it helps with critical thinking and really how to be a chameleon in any room, right? Yeah, yeah, but pretty much, I, don't, I would say... Because uh, the way the world is right now, and that's that's a great great uh, um, um, a metaphor used as far as chameleon, uh, you have to be. 
you know, mm-hmm. wherever you have to be able to bloom, be bloom, pardon me, bloom where you're planted. You know, regardless of where you are, what you do, you know, if you're if you're focused on just one particular thing, you're not going to make it. You know, everything now is diversification, whether you want to diversify it or not. Guess what? That's that comes from your portfolio, from the food you eat and everything else. So just make sure you remain open minded and just uh, be able to embrace a few new things because the new thing mm-hmm. that's coming forward is what's going to advance you in your life. Exactly. Because right now we're already seeing that with artificial intelligence. It, 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 it seems as though it's, it has exploded, but it's been around. The technology has been around for years. I'm sure our military has used it, uh, intelligence, the FBI and, and certain other um, organizations, but it's just becoming known, well-known in the public. And it's, and it's actually going to take away a lot of jobs, but the smart people will get behind it and learn how to use it and how to enhance it for their business or for themselves personally and professionally. Yeah, that's true. I mean, technology is a tool. You know, I deal mm-hmm. with even the newspaper business. Everyone says, you know, the newspaper is a dying industry, which it is. But guess what? Anytime you just focus on anything that's, digi- that's digital mm-hmm. or someone just get on a computer, guess what? They can always change the narrative. Mm-hmm. They can always change the data. And uh, I go by the old adage, you know, no paper, no proof. If you don't have books, if you don't have anything in printed media, you know, at the end of the day, anyone can come in and just change your history, wow. uh, change your foresight, change your business plan. Watch this. If you have a corporation, they can easily take over your corporation overnight. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. What do, what do you mean by that? They could easily take over your corporation at, overnight? Like, for example, say if you have everything uh, uh, just digital, there are some people who are very intelligent mm. um, that can falsify documents that are digital. But if you have something that's that's uh, actually printed, that's certified, and you know just the old school paper, the old school watermark, the old school signatures, those things can't be argued in court. Wow, I like that. I like that. So let's segue into why the Southwest Florida Chronicle. What need do you feel that was missing in the community? Well, it's 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 not. I wouldn't even say it was a need that was missing. I would look at it from the perspective that. You know, every generation should do better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Middlebrooks laid a great foundation. I used to come to this house every day. And who is Mr. Middlebrooks? Mr. Uh, pardon me. Mr. Middlebrooks was the founder of the Community Press, um, along with Pablo Williams um, and a, a few other persons who were also involved. Mm-hmm. But um, he laid a great foundation. Like I said, he, he um, you know, I stopped by his house every now and then, gave me some pointers. And not, more importantly, I learned a lot of the stuff that he deals with, you know, in terms of the community in and of itself. And uh, as a result, you know, I understand the responsibility that that every publisher has to be able to share our story, share the story of the community. And the reason why I started the paper was primarily because I, I, I you know, he was retiring. I saw the need, and um, and I, you know, I figured that if if no one, if we didn't have a voice, anyone can do whatever they want 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 to with the community in terms of uh, manipulation. If you look at if you look at a lot of the media outlets, some of them have been bought out intentionally indirectly by lobbyists because they don't want certain things printed in the public and i know hold on remember my background is capital markets a lot of these guys are my clients so i i i, I know this for a fact this is not something i read this is not something i heard this is conversation okay over dinner lunch and everything else very interesting very interesting so what area do you cover for the newspaper where do I, I really don't cover anything. Like I said, it's a community newspaper. If, if someone were to call and say, hey, man, I have an article. I, I want to write about this or that the other. I don't judge what someone puts in. You know, I don't I ask them to edit it. I have someone who may edit the words. But as far as changing the content, I don't do that. Why? Because 
I'm not an entire community. You're not an entire community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we have to have different perspectives because the diversification that we all have, you know, coming as one is what's going to make us stronger as a community. And we have to be open-minded because there may be some new information that we need to be apprised of. Right, right. And and you're absolutely correct when you, when you emphasize diversification. It's, it's very important because, for example, I, I, I met you. The knowledge that you... Um, talk to me about it expands my knowledge it expands my way of thinking so the more intelligent people that you surround yourself around it forces you to think differently and be even more compassionate of like the, that person's perspective so I, I think it's very important and like you said if, if you don't have that mindset of thinking outside the box and being diverse you're going to be left behind oh yeah you're, 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 def you're definitely going to be left behind and um, the way the way the new economy is right now, um, is there's a lot of dynamics, you know, and and just just for to protect the general public, because I'm very big on that, you know, whether it's dealing with corruption, uh, any type of financial fraud, you know, I, I tell anyone, you have to be cognizant of every decision and everything that you do. But in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of business. In terms of the the media, which is what we're both in, mm -hmm. um, there's there's there has to be a lot of synergy. There has to be a lot of collaboration, and the the the, the, the watchword is collaboration. You know, that's that's a new benchmark. That's a new watchword. And if any business is going to survive, they have to collaborate with another business. Mm -hmm. So the premise of grow your nonprofit is growing your nonprofit. So as you know, a nonprofit is a business, right? Correct. So a lot of nonprofits that I've brought on. The savvy CEOs, the savvy nonprofits always talk about collaboration. Um, they always talk about doing the inventory of your business, knowing what each department is uh, doing and being accountable for that. So as it relates to that, tell me a story about collaboration where it, it ended up being very beneficial uh, for you or an organization that you know. Well, we're, we're well, I, I won't, there, there were, I was with one particular company. There was another company that wanted to merge. Uh, one of the guys I knew knew someone else, and I have, I have to temper my statements because of non-disclosure agreements. I didn't want to do it. I'm being straight up. I didn't want to do it. I was totally against it. And um, uh, when I did it, because I, you know, someone mentioned the same thing as mm -hmm. far as being open-minded mm -hmm. and collaborating. You know, I did some research, checked a few things, and it's it's the best decision I made. You know, and what happened was as a result of that, and I don't mind sharing this. And I got the, you know, I'm gonna deal with this. Anyway, I made more. Let me put it this way: I made more money during that co that collaborative period. We're talking about five, six months, than I did probably in any two years. Wow. That's how. That's how. That's how. Oh man, it was it was the best thing that ever happened. I made a lot of contacts. Um, I made a great con. Well, a lot of contacts overseas, uh, in another country, in Russia, and uh, had a couple opportunities there, which uh, I'm. I'm kind of torn between if I should have taken or not should have taken because we're still doing the U.S. is still doing business with with Russia and uh, believe it or not all countries collaborate regardless of what you see on the news they all collaborate they all deal with each other you know even our own our United States government they can say what they want about Russia uh, our submarine their submarines every year go under the, the Arctic ice caps they make and they still exchange stuff so all businesses worldwide are collaborating and it's very important that we all collaborate more importantly 
those businesses that are for profit, it's in your best interest to collaborate with a nonprofit organization. And let me share with you why. Please do. The reason is primarily because every business needs a write-off. Every business they're going to wait. They're going. They're always going to waste money on things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, most people who start nonprofits, they start them out of a need, a desire, right, or 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 a hunger or a love that they have, you know, or a compassion that they have uh, for something or a cause. And it's very important because those two things work together. Let, let, let me give you a, a quick analogy. Um, we'll go back, uh, we'll say a thousand years, okay? You might have warriors and you have farmers. The farmers can't fight, the warriors can't farm. But when they collaborate, mm -hmm. guess what? They can coexist and it strengthens both of them as, 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 a, as, as a unit. So when you deal, when you have a for-profit organization, it's very imperative that you collaborate with the nonprofit. Why? Because you're dealing with context, you're dealing with synergies, and every single person that you meet, watch this, is another sphere of influence into a whole other economy. You're absolutely correct because I interviewed a particular uh, serial entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and she mentioned that when she started getting involved in charity and nonprofits, just serving on the board. The types of networks that you're making and the connections that you're making can lead to other business ventures and connections. And, and she said it's been great for business, not that she's doing it for that, because whatever board she serves on, she has to be passionate about the cause and their mission. True. But ultimately, think about the types of people that you're serving on the board with, maybe oh, retired CEOs, bankers. It's a win-win, right? You're, you're helping the nonprofit and you're you're building your network as well. So getting back to collaboration, because oftentimes we, we think about it in business and nonprofits, we think about competition. So the nonprofit world, we're competing for donors, right? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, are we? Yeah, we are. But if, if you're, you're, you're passionate about homelessness, that's your nonprofit. And I'm passionate about feeding the children. So how is that competing? Because ultimately the donor is going to go to uh, you if they, they that's what they're passionate about, homelessness, and they're going to come to me. So it's enough for everyone, right? Of course, without question. So I, I say that to say collaboration. If someone feels intimidated that perhaps they'll lose a client or lose a donor because someone might steal some uh, donor away from them or a client, how does one collaborate to make it a win-win for both organizations. Well, let me share this with you. The first thing you have to do is you have to get rid of your fears. They have you know, to get rid of your fears. You hear that, guys? And fears is just false evidence appearing real. Wow. There's, there is no loss in collaboration. Let, let me tell you why. You don't have to worry about someone stealing your client. You don't have to worry about someone getting your business. Because why? If you're providing that service, if you've made that relationship, they're not going anywhere. Mm. If you haven't provided that service, if you haven't provided that relationship, whether it's, whether you're going to do some someone else or not, eventually they're going to they're going to come across someone right. who's going to offer that same service. Right. Okay. So it's very it's very important and imperative that you go ahead and collaborate. Why? Because it expands your business. Mm -hmm. It gives you more opportunities. And in the business, at the end of the day, whether you're for profit or nonprofit, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. I like that. I like that. So let's talk about the the Southwest Florida Chronicles newspaper. You recently gave me an opportunity to uh, for a full page. See, we, we got that. We got that recorded. Yes, a full page to uh, write 
uh, articles pertaining to non-profits, non-profits whether it's uh, starting the plan giving program, how to engage your donors. We'll be talking about all that. In addition to that, we'll also be featuring one new nonprofit every month. Of course. And the reason is to make it is so imperative. And because I realize the impact that nonprofits have in our community as a whole, you know, not just individually or for race or community, just collectively as a whole. It strengthens the community, it enhances the quality of life, and also provides a service that's needed. And you know what? All of those are correct, but another thing I think about nonprofit, which I don't know a lot of people realize that, I, I personally think it prevents a lot of crime. Because if people are being fed, they don't have to go to the store and steal. If people are being clothed, they have their basic needs met through a nonprofit because government has its role and nonprofit sort of fills in that gap. I think people can focus on the things that matter, like getting back on their feet and and so they don't have to worry about being hungry because there are a lot of food pantries where people can eat and there are a lot of programs so people can eat and be clothed or educated. So I, I, I personally think that it, it helps prevent some crimes because people are going to commit crimes who want to commit crimes anyway. Oh, yeah. But if you really it wanted services, honest man, honest right. So if you, if, if, if you really need a service and you sought it out, you eventually you'll find a nonprofit who of can uh, actually help you with those needs. So, um, McKinley, can you please share with our audience how they can reach you if they have follow-up questions, if they want to advertise in your newspaper, or just pick your brain. It'll show up on the screen. Okay, if you want to uh, go to my website, it's the T-H-E-S-W-F-L for Southwest Florida Chronicle, C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E at gmail.com. That's my email. And the website is the same thing other than .com for the website. The Southwest Florida and that's that's in the acronyms swflchronicle.com for the website well mckinley you'll have to come back we'll we'll have to talk more because i always learn something new when well, i'm not friend i hope i, I hope of I come course back, of I course back, we're not gonna be of course of <laughs> course we gotta collaborate that's that's right See? i like that i like that we wait are minute, collaborating right. you hear that mckinley and tamika are collaborating we're gonna help our community and also expand our horizons in the interim right yes and thank you for having me and i want to thank everyone for being supportive of grow your nonprofit. and listen if you have a nonprofit, or if you know someone that does have a nonprofit, please give her a call it's very important that we support those organizations steer them in the right direction so that our community can have a better quality of life thank you mckinley and if you're looking to advertise in a, a community-based newspaper and no newspapers are not dying southwest florida chronicles just proved it here that's going to give you the god's honest truths and information out there and let you ultimately decide so this is tamik i'm signing off stay tuned for more grow your nonprofit podcast episodes